there Hi. and welcome back. <laughs> Boy, have we been on a journey, <laughs> I tell you. Bella, where we have thought, you been, Loka? <laughs> we thought that we had been on a journey for like a year and we were like, we wow, thought. what an absolute moment to kind of look back and, and also look forward to this amazing new podcast we started. And then the mm -hmm. rains came, you know, um, and Down, here downfall. is the thing. <laughs> We had a podcast. We actually had three podcast episodes <laughs> unsurpassed in our preparedness, were we? Truly. And then our sweet little carriage of success and prosperity hit a pothole. And that pothole came from Gen Z. Now, listen, before. Uh -oh. No, wait, we get stay canceled, with us. Before stay we get into us. it, <laughs> stay with us. Gen Z is saving our planet. Gen Z is going to be the great white hope of the future. And we millennials know that. Okay. We're not, we're yeah, not out okay. here thinking it's us. Okay. We really don't. <laughs> we barely leave the house to be honest with you. Like that, that is a high bar for me. So, <laughs> but we had a podcast and it had a cute name and we were very happy with that name. We were a time. Summer by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we went to publish the first podcast episode and lo and behold, we beheld that Gen Z had already 50 something episodes in taken our podcast name. And this would be a harsh blow, but this comes off of the back of years of taking things. <laughs> Skinny jeans, they're taken. Not Ew. for me. I hold on to mine. <laughs> um, 90s childhood clothing that we looked hideous in. They take it and they look cute. Yes, Haley yeah, that's Bieber, unfair. That's unfair. I'm looking at you. Okay. <laughs> Do you know how hideous we looked? <laughs> You're like, oh my god, cute. The jelly sandals like, were a fashion choice. It was something we were forced into. Okay, the beaded bracelets. That you mean okay. the hair pullers from hell? And listen, I don't usually relate to Paris Keller, but on this occasion, I did because the twenty-something girls. <laughs> I knew you were gonna quit, and they're gonna keep coming for the rest of our lives like locusts. And when she said that, I was like, Paris, calm down, calm down. It's not that bad. And then I got my podcast stolen and I was upset. I was upset <laughs> spaghetti and I have risen above it. We both have risen. We've, we've, sure. we've rallied and we've rose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we would have had a, a few more robust podcast episodes for you, but everything happens for a reason. Okay. It does. So. In case you're still here and you put up with that long rant, <laughs> this is the beginning of a bright future for Emma and I. We are starting a new podcast called Literarily Speaking. And Literarily. I'm beyond excited about it. Emma, what is our new podcast all about? Well, much like the now deceased reading and ranting. And let me just say, right. um, I put part of the onus on me for not doing my research after. No, no, it was a really cute name. It was, <laughs> it was really and, and because name. it was really cute, I should have assumed it was already taken because all the other cute puns because we can't have nice things, no. you know. Well, all the other cute puns I looked up has similarly been already taken, and there were like fifty of each one. However, one is too many for me. I like a solo game. I don't want any competition name wise. When you look up our podcast, I want it to be the only one. And again. You know, we're fighting for our lives out here. We we're we're skating around even mentioning the old podcast name because 
they'll come for us in the night. Okay. <laughs> and I, I just want to protect our livelihoods at sure. this point. So sure. I am afraid know, of Gen Z's power in the internet. Sphere. They are, I mean, they are scared. the social media mafia and mob makeup is back in season for a reason. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So we defer to you. Oh, great guardians of social media. We have backed off it. We did. Um, <laughs> Keep it hurt. It. Okay? It's yours. It was my, it stung. I can't lie because we had, we had a whole Apple. meeting about this. We had <laughs> a, really upsetting. we did. We had a community huddle. Um, and the community was just Hannah and I being like, can you believe this? And, um, because we had it to add insult to injury, we had had to contact Apple support to get our podcast updated with the RSS feed information. And we were like, great. We finally have the image artwork. Everything is great. Everything's fantastic. Full steam ahead. Only for that to be rendered moot before our very eyes. It's a cow's opinion. It's moo. And we're going to have to do that all over again. But yep. you know what? Our new podcast is about books. We yeah. have yeah. become... To answer Hannah's question. <laughs> I was like, let me land the plane. <laughs> what are we talking no, about? We're talking about loop-de-loop. books. <laughs> I knew I missed something. <laughs> so, oh, Emma, right, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, as Hannah so aptly pointed out, books. Love! Um, <laughs> do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> and Gilmore Girls eventually. <laughs> um, this podcast is primarily about books and Gilmore Girls, but uh, the point is, here's the point, here's as the point. Hannah would say, <laughs> um, we are bookish girlies. We are yeah. voracious readers. Note the word voracious. Yes, I just wanted to use the word voracious. And any opportunity to use that word, I will. And it's all it's about books in a large capacity it's not just books they exist because hopefully you know that by now but we're gonna take we were not we were not the scientific discovery there (laughs) we were not first i think it was newton maybe it was jesus it was one or the other the point is books exist we all we all know it um but we want to talk (laughs) we want to talk reading we want to talk Book so you, here you go. Relevant. We've seen the books. You open them. There's <laughs> wow, words inside. That's how reading works. Um, <laughs> um, we talked briefly about uh, our childhood on the lost episodes. Sure. And at, at one point, Emma was talking about our childhood and then remembered that we're the same age. <laughs> so she pointed <laughs> out that we were children at the same, same time. time. <laughs> that's how aging works. <laughs> so, so that's a we're really here to teach you. Critical life skills. We're here to teach you what books are and how to use them. Yep. No, we are avid readers, and um, Emma's been a reader for a long time. I've more recently come into the book game. The club but is the club. What I will say is, it's kind of my only hobby. You know that awkward question that you always get, where you're like, "What do you like to do for fun?" Or something. Mm-hmm. Be like, "What do you do for fun? What do you do on the weekends?" And I'm like, first of all, no." I don't want to share that with you. Okay, let's just go back to talking about the weather and then let's part ways like friends. Okay. I don't want to tell you what I'm doing because to be honest with you, it's nothing. It's nothing. Okay. I'm sitting on my sofa. I'm reading a paperback book or from my iPad and I'm dissociating. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Do you want me to write a freaking journal, like a journal entry about it? I I just, she spent her day eating her meals. Okay. (laughs) Like, listen. (laughs) How dare I don't you. have hobbies. 
<laughs> okay. Actually, um, my friend sent me something the other day that said my main hobby is consuming media. And I was like, that's really true. And also really true. Bleak. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> it's giving so, Ready Player One. It's giving Ender's Game. As one of the co-founders of this podcast, because there's only sure. two. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> Easy to what count. Are we, <laughs> what are we going to cover across our many volumes of the Literarily Speaking podcast? Well, such an interesting question that you ask, because there's many layers here we discuss. I'm, try- I'm trying my Books hand exist. at talking like a tech bro. <laughs> what are we all doing here? Really? You know, that kind of like... What does it all mean? <laughs> yeah, can you see my screen? Great. The point is, there is a wide variety of topics that we look forward to covering, from tropes to suspending disbelief to world building to, yes, I liked this, no, I hated it. Hannah will talk about books that I'll never look at ever in my life. Um, We'll talk about our reading preferences. We'll talk about our writing journeys, our authorial journeys that we're still on. Um, We both write. um, And although this episode is not a good indicator, we don't actually use the word journey this much. (laughs) We don't. (laughs) But if we did, what what would you be trying to say? um don't come for us we're fighting for our lives out here listen i am not cool anymore i don't know if i ever was but there was a brief moment in my early 20s where i was like i am the itgirl to reference that one song i hear all the time on tiktok (laughs) and no longer do i remain in that sphere i'm just gonna say it okay if you have to spell it girl you're not one (laughs) it's not for you okay itgirl um i mean i always watch the tiktoks that it's on because a lot of times it's just dogs being filmed doing things and the audio is playing and i'm like yes queen get it do it however um i feel like there's probably a lot of spelling songs we could like refer back to from when we were in our 20s and i don't want to so um fergie comes to mind Fergie. And again, if you're singing that, are you glamorous? I don't think you are. I don't think so. Or tasty or whatever other words that they spelled. And I've song. never flown. I've never flown first class once in my life. Um, that'd be great, but hasn't happened for me. I did it so. once because the lady, I, it was when I was visiting you for the first time. And hey. I was trying to save money by booking multiple flights. And silly Emma did not realize I would have to recheck my baggage every single time. So... <laughs> The flight, to be fair, I would have had time, but the flight was mega delayed and I only had an hour to get to my next flight and there was just no way because it was like O'Hare. So there's just no it's And due to COVID and 9-11, it wasn't going to happen. No. So I was like, I just got my nails done, which is, it matters for this story. And I was, <laughs> it matters, just me. I wasn't going to make my plane. <laughs> I, got I my just got my nails done. done. <laughs> no, I was at the um, kiosk at like, I think it was Delta or something trying to find a new flight and one of like the workers came over she's like oh can i help you and i was like no i don't think so <laughs> and i kind of like gave my sob story and she was like but the nails matter because prior to that she was like i really like your nails and i was like thanks i'm having a terrible day <laughs> and- thanks they're the only good thing in my life <laughs> and so she was like you know what i'm gonna upgrade you to first class and that's how i got to fly first class to london and i gotta tell you coming back was extra painful because i did not get to fly first class <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm back here with the plebeians. So we are a bookish podcast. We consider, honestly, books a lifestyle. We We collect them. I would say I spend uh, probably the majority betwixt us on books. Um, I am not, I'm not a collector, but I am. 
I have a weird tendency. Some of you may say it's reminiscent of serial killers and you might be right. But if I've read a book, even if I didn't like it, I like to have it to display in my spare room, AKA library. There's just something that doesn't feel complete about it. Exactly. I just, I need, I need the proof. I need my little trophy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you might say, Hannah, that's really creepy. And and you could be right, but no one's coming to my house anyway, because I don't like people. So (laughs) here we are avoiding social interaction and escaping and dissociating into books. Sure. Sure. We both personally read a lot. Um, We also, as Emma talked about, write. Um, Emma is a much more voracious writer than I am. I am a, uh, a tortoise kind of writer. You know, I'm just slow and steady. I'm, I'm dabbling. Steady, I'm vibing. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow. I don't know if I'm steady. <laughs> I'm like a tortoise with a limp. <laughs> okay? It's like, it's not that it's not steady, but it's definitely haphazard. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, where are you going? You're life. supposed to be going that way. I don't know. I can't turn. <laughs> I I don't know how I got here. I don't know where I am. And so we're going to talk about all those aspects, but we figured we should briefly cover mm-hmm. where have we been? Because you might notice a podcast with a different logo on it. You Maybe. might think to yourself, self, how does this podcast have two separate podcasts? And it's a valid question. Yeah, and the answer is we used to have a different podcast. So Emma, what was... The TCT. Ah, the TCT, long name, the transcontinental T, was something Hannah and I started back in, what, 2021? 2020, 2021, something like that. It was a while ago. I think it has like 70 some episodes to it. So if you want to backtrack and listen, those are a fun little trip down memory lane. I will say that there's a lot of things Hannah and I said and thought back then that we don't necessarily agree with anymore. So we don't listen anymore necessarily because when it's you, it's different. It's cringier when it's you. But we were at that time transcontinental. But we did thoroughly enjoy ourselves. We did. We had so much fun. And there was a particular segment that we titled Emma's Bees, which yep. really was an insight into the world of dating, especially dating in New York City, where I was living at the time. Um, which is a different ballgame altogether. There's dating and there's dating in New York, and it's not the same. However, I no longer have that segment on this new podcast because I have been in a committed relationship for over a year with the most Woo-hoo. wonderful man that I've ever met in my life who is somehow wildly in love with me because Stockholm Syndrome exists. So here we are. Yeah, so Emma got herself a trauma-bonded man. And uh, to <laughs> be honest, they are on sale. Get it to JCPenney. Get over there. No notes. <laughs> No, but she she actually found someone on a dating app, which I, I am vehemently opposed to dating apps normally. But um, you know, even even I, stone-hearted Hannah, broke down and said, "Emma, I think thou shouldst try on a dating app." And lo and behold, there he was—the perfect little the one guy. successful iteration ever. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're both in healthy relationships, ish. Um, <laughs> what are you trying to say? What do you mean? That we think they're healthy, which probably means they're not healthy. Like, I feel like anyone who self-identifies as being in a healthy relationship probably isn't in a healthy relationship. It's like people who are like, yeah, I'm really good with my money. Are you? See, here's the thing. I know I'm not good with my money, and I would never say that I am, because I know that I'm not. 
I know. Yeah, but some people just have extra Tulu. And I think <laughs> I think relationships is a sure. is usually a campground for the a lot of the Tulu. Well, so. they're really good and healthy for us, if nothing else. Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely. And both men are still alive and would say that they're happy with or without a gun to their head. So um <laughs> you know, so that's really all we can ask for. Um I am still married still happy still living in the same place so i think the biggest changes really have been from your side emma that emma no longer lives in the us she lives in italia and she is at some point probably this year moving to the realist place alive cambridge cambridge fun side story so there's americans in my company who visit or like have to talk about cambridge and they call it cambridge no cambridge <laughs> and i couldn't help but wonder why are you sounding out cities still <laughs> when you're that old furthermore like... why do you get to live my dream and not be able to pronounce my city correctly it's not for you <laughs> please tell me where the fair is because i'm still looking i cannot locate <laughs> There are people who so, live in my province in Italy and still call it Vincenza after living here for X amount of time. Like when you're new, it's a pretty common mistake because there is a in Vincenza. In fairness to them, there is a Vincenza yes. Italy. But you, they not near live you, here. But they there live is here. <laughs> for you to mistake it, that's one thing. Because, because there, is one. there is one. There is one. And you think like it's one letter off, whatever. Vincenza, Vincenza, whatever. Maybe they just pronounce it differently in other places. No, it's two separate places, two separate provinces. The point is, (laughs) when you live here, though, and you have to fill out address cards and get shipments, you'll notice. They must lose all their mail. There's no in where you're putting an in. And it's not going to come to you. It's just not. I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, we're doing a book podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be great. It's genuinely a huge passion for us. Um, More passion, more energy, more footwork. I think the the best thing for me about books and uh, not all books are created equal and we no. will talk a lot about that. The best thing for me about books is the the adventure, the escapism. Yeah. You get to just like totally transport yourself into a new space. And I, I love that. And I think to a degree TV does that, but there's such limited genres of TV, to be honest, mm-hmm. that it it's all really reminiscent of real life. And sure. as you'll come to learn about me, I don't want to read about real life because I live it. I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't, don't. want to be there all the time. I just don't. So maybe we'll do a recreation because, of course, the lost files, um, RIP. Emma, if you had a dating app card and and you're describing your bookish personality, you're like, look, this is who I am as a reader. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. How how would you describe thyself? I would first describe myself as picky. Um, I would describe myself as judgmental. Every area of life. (laughs) I would describe myself as um, primarily reading fantasy, but definitely judging the way you describe your characters doing things, um, i.e. he growled. She picked up a bucket. He, Stupid. He, he <laughs> knitted his brow. He hissed at her. Listen, there are some Leave parts- the hissing alone. <laughs> I have to Leave be alone. in a space where like, I don't want to get like too off track here. The point is I am not a forgiving reader. I am not your target audience. No. If you're like, Emma, you're going to love this book. No, I'm not. I'm just not. Probably not. She's you a huge snob. 
I am a huge book snob. Not a snob in the sense of like I only read classic literature. No, I read plenty of fantasy novels. Not like Tolkien fantasy. I read like Massiverse fantasy, things like that. Like well within the realm of what we would consider modern day fantasy. However, I will just probably not like the books you recommend, especially on Book Talk. I I find them and I make fun of them. And maybe that's going to make me unpopular with the crowd that we're drawing in here. But I'm also open-minded. So I'm willing to hear think, with the plots. I think there's a potential, like the yin of it, the yang of it. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I am much more forgiving. So my bookish identity card um, is similarly high fantasy. Um, when I think about high fantasy, I'm definitely living in the golden era of Tolkien. You know, like sure. I, I love all that kind of stuff. Um, I prefer a romantic subplot that is kind of interesting and part of the story only because if it's just high fantasy, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I can get into it. I can get involved. I'm enjoying all the world building. I'm loving the like different spheres of life, but it's usually about men. Okay. (laughs) And (laughs) I'll be honest with you. It's usually about men and they're going and doing things. And again, I get it. <laughs> like it like I get it. <laughs> I I have to make enough space for men in my world in real life. I just yeah. don't I don't want to share that space. There's I don't. nothing here for you. So here. I I do enjoy like I loved, you know, I was a, a Disney princess kid. I absolutely love the idea of like a happily ever after. Love that for me. Um and I did read fairy tales. Um mm-hmm. I was not like a reader as a kid really. That was kind of Emma's space in our childhoods that were at the same time. Um <laughs> that's how I, aging works. I am <laughs> I'm much more I'm much more a reader now. Like I was absolutely a kid who was like with other kids, hanging out, having fun. And um what, what I learned was say? that people are not worth it. People are not worth it. You're <laughs> Going <right>. outside, <laughs> overrated. <laughs> Highly overrated. Um and I've really, really become a massive introvert and, and it's trending worse in my old age. Like I didn't go out that much in my late twenties. I go out even less now. So, I never you know? go out. I don't know how to tell you. I, I don't <laughs> immune? Do I'm, I'm not the immune. immune. I'm not even going outside, bestie. <laughs> so um yeah. So I think in terms of what's on my what's on my reader card, I'm much more forgiving when it comes to tropes when it comes to writing styles when it comes to like obvious plot points as long as the plot's interesting so i'm down to to kind of give (laughs) give a girl a chance i am our dedicated explorer i am the astronaut who goes into the kindle universe um of kindle unlimited and reports back with their findings um i'll tell you what it's like out there emma refuses and and that's fully okay um (laughs) i don't i don't i don't need a second have, astronaut on my mission. We have a dynamic though where Hannah will go out and be like, I have to read this thing that I read. Um, good plot. As soon as she says good plot, I know that the read that the writing is probably like subpar because Hannah is of the I don't mind what the writing is like so much as the plot is really interesting. And I am of yeah. the I don't mind a more generic plot, but the writing has to be good. It has to be good. It has to be correct. It can't be so purple that I don't know what you're talking about, but it also can't be she walked. She put her hand in her pocket. Stop. She did that at the same time. That can be one sentence. <laughs> However, I digress. Um, you also need to explain to people what purple prose is because I still okay. don't really get it. Okay. I will. I'm going to. I don't know if you can hear Laura Lee. She's very upset. She protested. She was like, <laughs> explain it. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> How dare you? Actually, she's very purple prosy. So listen, whatever. 
I, I'll, I will get to that, but I want to finish this thought before I do that because I'm not yeah. great at separating thoughts. Multiple and Yes. Can't, no, I need to <laughs> chew, chew, one. Just chew, one. That's it. I don't remember no, what I was saying. Oh, Kindle Universe. You are Hannah will come not back. forgiving with purple no, prose. I will come back <laughs> and she'll read me things that, one, I'm convinced were written by AI. But th- this is our dynamic where I prefer my own commentary that is like, I've never read this book, but I want to like guess what happens Discuss or it. have a discussion yeah. as at a completely external party. And yeah. that's just like where I like to lie now. Purple prose. Purple prose is basically just being overly detailed or flowery in your in your rhetoric, in your writing. So if you're describing now listen, I love the handmaid's tale, but there's like three pages dedicated to describing a doily. And this is where I'm kind of that to me is purple prose. I'm like, you're going way overboard trying to describe this thing to me. Proust. So Christy. And I, yeah, there's a lot of purple prose because so that was like the, there's a lot of modern, not modern, um, old language. Like if we're evoking 16th, 17th century language, it was very purple prosy to us now. That's how we consider it. But to them, that's just how you spoke. The point is purple prose is extraordinarily flowery to a fault. So I think a lot of writers and I have done this and I had to learn how to not do this when I was writing like academic papers. You have to be able to say what it is you're trying to say simplistically before you can add to it. Yeah. And I would say completely contrarily that <laughs> I am probably still purple in my prose. I'm, I'm a lovely shade of amethyst and I don't mind. But I think the truth is for me, I, I just as we've said, I will forgive a lot as long as the plot's interesting. And mm-hmm. that definitely applies to my own writing. Like, I'm much more interested in what's happening, what's going on, and like putting you in the world and being super absorbed in the creativity than I am in the beauty of the writing itself or the simplicity of the writing. I'm I'm an over-describer by nature. I mean, God, if you haven't gotten that from the last 45 minutes of this teaser episode. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> and if that's know, not an education of us to come, I don't know what to do. The writing's on the wall. Um, <laughs> and in the book, as we learned earlier. And also that's where the writing lives. It's in the book. <laughs> so if you take nothing else away, you've got that. Sure. But I also would say I... I am much more forgiving of other people's writing. I'm willing to to kind of go with you, even if your writing isn't a 10, as long as your plot's really interesting. Sure. Um, for me, the, the death point is like a really boring plot. Even if the writing's great, I'm like, and close. <laughs> DNF, thanks. <laughs> Do not finish. So to wrap this sucker up, because we off joke that <laughs> you could listen to our podcasts on uh, a nice cross-country trip. You could. Uh, you could put one on if you were you know climbing a mountain going up Kilimanjaro for example and then maybe when you're coming back down put another episode on Uh, (laughs) and that that timing should work out for you but we are really excited to launch this podcast we are super excited to be back in the space we're excited to share with you all of our bookish opinions and reading books really is a lifestyle it's genuinely all we talk about but I think we have to all agree now um in the sanctity and safety of this space that what we talk about here stays here okay we're creating a family we're creating a club you don't go against the family you don't go against the family anyway (laughs) what was i talking about (laughs) we were wrapping it up 
There we go. So <laughs> we started a podcast. It's about books. Come back if you like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Hopefully it's exciting for you. It's really sure. exciting for us. Yeah. Emma, any closing remarks? Any closing thoughts? I would just like to say that while Hannah and I joke a lot and sometimes we voice unpopular opinions, we by no means would want to discourage anyone from starting a writing journey or starting their reading journey. No. Reading or writing, whatever it is that calls to you, because doing it is better than not doing it at all, no matter what it is you're putting on paper and or in your hands, um, as long as it's legal. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Careful what you touch. But yeah, (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree. I do. I do agree, though. I I am very set in my genre ways i i don't even really like urban fantasy which if you know you know like that's basically the same as high fantasy um but i'm like (laughs) it's very different um i only like a few (laughs) a few plot directions to be honest with you but you know everybody deserves to enjoy their reading as much as i enjoy mine so if that's a different genre for you more power to you i just i can't be there with you i'm afar i'm an observer from very far away who also has my eyes closed. And I'm way laugh. over there. Way over there. So this has been the teaser. And if you thought you could drive to work, your 20-minute drive to work, and you would have this done by the time you got there, you were wrong. You're probably wrong. <laughs> You're probably I wrong. I mean, there's going to be some edits made, but it's not going to be 20 minutes. So wasn't it so nice to go yeah. up to your lunch break with us? Listen. <laughs> wasn't that pleasant? <laughs> and now you can get back to work, start another one, and be a quarter of the way through by the time your shift ends. Living the dream. Happy little we clan. are avid members of Book Talk. We will be talking a lot of Book Talk references. You've already heard several Gilmore Girls references, if you know, you know. We have a whole bookish lifestyle that we're ready to drench you in. Um, so put your poncho on and get ready to dive in. Uh, Niagara Falls is the books, and we're at the bottom, like, <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> we're at the bottom, like, woohoo. So, worth <laughs> to live by. <laughs> And I am Emma. And we bid you adieu. Adieu. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.